Welcome to Media Monsters Podcast. I'm Danny Galvez. And I'm Jeremy Schreifels. Here we are for another Wednesday. Wonderful conversation for all you media monsters. It's going to be good. And uh, you've got, you came back with some different perspectives. You, uh, you got to go to Ireland. Yeah, we got to hang out over the pond on an island. Uh, wasn't Long Island, but it was an island for just over a week. Uh, and it was uh, a different experience, a different pace, I think, which is unique to what we experience here on a, on a, normal, on a normal week. But one thing that I really noticed was just like how they treat media and how it's a little bit different. So we thought we'd give our listeners a, a little perspective or a little kind of small sneak peek into what that might look like and how it might be different. I think that's great. I'm really curious, Jeremy, because I think, and you bring up a very good point. Like we're always rush, rush, rush in America. We're always like big, flashy, now, 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 got to do it now, going to do it now, right? They're just programming us. I'm like, why am I buying all this shit? I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> or you're sitting at home and you're like, babe, for the last 28 days, we've had four Amazon box average per day show up at our house. What are we buying? Like, what is this? And I think like that, that, says a lot about, you know, our consumerism. And we assume here in the United States that everybody's the same around the world. So like, uh, it sounded very pleasant the way that you described it. I saw all your pictures too on social media, by the way, if you're not following Jeremy, you need to follow him and <laughs> you follow road to 99 too. Cause that's probably not going to be the first country he visits within this next year. So like, tell us about the feel, the flow, the people, and kind of set the tone for like what that was like over there. Well, I think the first thing is like, it rains there a lot and it's, and it's cool. And by cool, I mean, temperature. So like 66 to 73, like that's just like a normal day. there, pretty well year round, which is just interesting. But what I thought was interesting inside of that was just the pace that people moved. They're just like, whatever, it's just raining. Like here we like people leave the streets or they drive like maniacs or they don't know how to drive, which is even more interesting. Um, but like, it's just like, whatever we stand in the rain, everybody's soaking wet together. And that was so interesting to us when we like just the first day we were so drenched, like our clothes from head to toe inside and out, we're just gone. But like what we learned that first day was like, this just part of it. Like we were watching everybody and they're just, they weren't freaking out. They weren't running. They weren't puddle jumping. They weren't nothing. They're just like going about their day like we would if it was 75 and sunny, right? And we're walking down, you know, the boardwalk. And so I thought that was super interesting to start. And then we're like, oh, okay, so this is what we have to deal with every day. Well, fortunately, it wasn't like that every day, but it's kind of like Florida where you were guaranteed it was going to rain a couple of times through the day. You just never know when because you're on an island. Um and one day we did a bus trip from east to west, which was only like three and a half hours. So imagine whatever a three and a half hour drive is. That's all the way across the island, east to west. And so that was interesting because the weather changes so quickly because it's an island on the ocean or at least on one side. And so that was super interesting. The other thing as it pertains to media is just like, there's not all these big flashy billboards and LED lights and flashing. It's not constant visual assault on your person. Mm. And I'm like, oh, well, this is interesting. I enjoy this. Now, on the flip side of that, 
the streets are extremely narrow and the buildings are tall. So like if you're in a city area, it almost like you start to feel a little claustrophobic because it's like there's no escaping it because they're, you know, two, three stories high, which uh, they made the joke over there that they their their skyscraper was towering over the city and it was eight stories. Like that was a big building. <laughs> so just to give you a little perspective, it's not like they had, you know, 30 floor skyscrapers everywhere. However, like you just, when you got into an area, like it just, you felt confined. It was like literally the definition of concrete jungle, mm-hmm. but these are concrete jungles that were built in 1400, 1500, 1600. These buildings are older than we are. Lots of history. That's a, did you, what, what did you see as it pertains to, I mean, like, you know, as a tourist, like, obviously it's not like, it's different when you go to Mexico because Mexico is very like in your face, flashy, push, push, push. And Mm -hmm. they like to drag you by your ankle. No, no, sir. I can help you over here. Come with me. And, but they've got stuff all over the place, but what was the, how did they, how did they promote that? They've got castles and stuff like that. And was it real subtle? And it's, everything's really subtle. And like, you actually have to work to find things. Like, it's not like big flashy things, you know, Mm -hmm. like we did like a hop on hop off tour bus, which was great because then you could just sit on a bus for an hour and a half and take a whole tour of the whole city and learn all, you know, as guided or whatever. And then you can get off and if you like and get back on whenever you want. A big thing of it over there is, you know, mass transit, not that there isn't plenty of cars driving, but, you know, buses and trains and trams like that gets us places. And the two things that are below you, your two feet. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't average anything less than a minimum of 10,000 steps a day. That's amazing. Did you see any portly Irish people compared to the United States? Not really. Hmm. Not really. So we can almost make the correlation that the media has a direct correlation to our health, right? Right. And like you think about things like their portion sizes are more realistic there. They're actually like you get done with your meal and you're satisfied, but you're not like, oh my God, I need three leftover containers. Mm. Right. So like eating's controlled, portions controlled, and you're walking everywhere, like on undulated ground that's a thousands of years old. Yeah. Or cobblestone. And you know, we worry about potholes here or cracks in the pavement. And they're just like, whatever, we're driving on three thousand year old rocks. It's amazing. So much, so much history there too. So much history. So would you, would you get like, if you were to go back, what would you, what would you like to see that you didn't see? Uh, I would like to experience some of the golf courses over there. Cause they're exquisite. Um, they're a little more expensive. So like, that's a planned trip all on its own. Okay. But you know, they're meant to be hard and it's 60 degrees and windy. Cause you're on, on an Island. So like, it's just, it's not like anything you experience here, except for maybe like a coastal golf course or something. Um, and I think I would probably try to tour some of the smaller towns mm-hmm. and really get into the actual culture of some of what a small town village would feel like. Okay. What, what is it like to go into those spaces? Most of the places we were, were pretty, I don't want to say commercialized, but they were bigger cities. Mm-hmm. So we were, most of our stay was in Dublin. We spent some time in Galway, which is also a big city, a coastal city on the, on the West coast. Um, but not really any small village type spaces where you could kind of really feel the, the culture. Mm-hmm. And so I would be curious to do more of that 
Because when I was in Europe the last time, which was 24 years ago, that was what I really enjoyed was doing that. Because then you really get to understand the pace people live at. And, you know, you have to plan things like stuff shuts down at five o'clock. No kidding. Or seven o'clock. Like if you don't have your stuff, you know, tough. Really? So there's no Walmart or anything like that staying open late? No. There's no 24-hour convenience stores or? I mean, in the bigger, you know, Dublin has some of that, right? Because there's, you know, the city kind of, I don't know want to say it never rests, but there's always things happening and going on. Man, that would be fun. So if you were to like, if you were to promote news media to share that experience with people, what would you, what would you use? What would your message be? What do you mean? Like, I don't know. Let's say, let's say I, I was a, I was from Ireland and I said, we need to really get the word out that Ireland is awesome and people should come and visit. I need you to craft a message in a campaign for me. Oh, wow. Look for our you. country. Like, Going like just, I know just like a quick, this is like the. Right. I think, you know, and I think they're actually trying to do this more and they're trying to attract more tourism because they're really trying to gain more traction as a country. Cause one piece of their history is like, they lost a whole ton of their, like millions of their people, either flooding and going away, or they lost it during a big hunger time. I think they're trying to get that back. And I think part of it is just like, there's so much to offer in terms of their history, their, their, their music, um, their folk music is incredible. It's storytelling um, and just telling the story of triumph of what they've come through. Yeah as a country, you know, their country is like, it might be comparable. It was definitely smaller than the size of Texas. Okay. The whole Island, right. It might be the size of Minnesota might be still a good size state though. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. But because that's like an entire country and an entire culture. And even within that culture, there's like three to four different pockets of like, types of people and how they lived and one really interesting fact i found out all of their signs over there have everything stated in english but they also have it stated in irish okay here's the interesting fact about that only about four percent of the population actually speak irish and most of them are on the west coast really i was like because i asked somebody at the airport i'm like what language is that because i it was one i hadn't seen before and he's like well that's irish and i'm like oh I, I've not heard of people speaking. He's like, you won't go to the West coast. Only like three to 5% of people still speak it and use it. That's amazing. Of their history with the English invading from Britain mm-hmm. and taking over part of that culture. And it became English became kind of the lang- a language mm-hmm. that is yep. of the masses. Man, that's frustrating. You know, and you think about that too. It's like, you know, you look at the difference in in cultures and, you know, what if, what if you just like to speak your own language and then you just get these people that come in marauders that want to come in and hijack your stuff and control you and mm-hmm. enslave you. And it's, you know, a lot of that stuff is done with media now, right? It's, right. it's very simplistic. It's a lot easier to do that and to program people. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast, um, we were just sharing sharing a journey that Jeremy took with with his wife Tracy to Ireland, and um, we're just talking about how you know the difference in media and stuff like that. But you know, I think we all had that same same opportunity to 
program or share messages mm-hmm. you know, to people and you can use media for good or you can use it for not so good. So make sure you're responsible with it. I love that. Yeah. Make sure you're responsible for it. Yeah. Be responsible with it. So doing bad things will bring you bad luck. So <laughs> this is talking about Ireland. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap our show. Jeremy, thanks for, for sharing that today. That's pretty awesome. We should probably, you know, have some more shows like this too, where we're taking a look at, you know, that makes me want to go travel now and say, I'm going to go pay attention to the signs and look and see like, are all the countries like this or different countries like that? And, you know, I think it'd be yeah, kind of a good thing. So it was really interesting to even just ask locals about those kinds of things, because like, if you're a traveler and you're doing that, please do yourself a favor and talk to the locals because they take a lot of pride in people asking because they don't, they're, is an expectation sometimes as a tourist that you're just a tourist. But if you actually take the time to engage and ask, like they will go so deep with you and they, it's a sense of pride because Mm -hmm. it's their country and they think of it that way. It's no different than, you know, if someone's going to come to Texas, you're going to be pretty proud to tell them what it's like to live here in Texas and what that's all about and how much bigger it actually is. That's right. Yeah. Cause Texans, especially Texas would be like, Oh, Hey, you haven't seen nothing yet. Let me show you some, yeah. <laughs> you could you could spend 30 days in Texas and still not see all of it, but not um, even close. <laughs> same thing for Minnesota though, but you'd have to really nudge somebody. You'd have to find the friendliest Minnesotan. Yep. So they would tell you, cause most are going to be, they're not going to say anything to you. They're not going to tell you where, you know, the beautiful falls are. Yeah. We um, like to keep that stuff hidden. I know you guys are smart, dude. I'm telling you, you're <laughs> onto something. So <laughs> we don't need tourism. We have snow. We're good to go. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we'll freeze you out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love it. Make sure you follow us on uh, on YouTube. If you're not, if you're only listening to this in audio, follow us on YouTube, Media Monsters 1111. We'd love to connect with you. And we also have a Facebook group too. And here, do us a favor today. I learned this yesterday. Okay. Do us a favor. Go share this with one person today. Just one. It doesn't matter who they are. Just go share it with one person. They might get a laugh out of it and then they might pass it on. But we ask you as a favor today, just go share this episode with one person, whether you do it in video or audio. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything we can ever do for you, like we're pretty nice and friendly guys. Okay. We got one that talks too much and one that you have to nudge a little bit. So it's a perfect blend for any personality type. We're going <laughs> to fit you in somewhere. That's right. In the least, we'll meet you in the middle. So. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in to Media Monsters and be sure to always stay a media monster. (laughs) That's great.